You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, March the 22nd, 2023. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The Iron Dome anti-rocket system this morning shot down a Hamas drone flying by the Gaza border. The IDF stressed that the aircraft did not enter Israeli territory and there was no danger to Gaza periphery residents. In the wake of the incident, Israeli Air Force aircraft flew over the Strip. Syria has accused Israel of carrying out an overnight strike on the international airport in Aleppo, the second such strike blamed on Israel in a month. Syrian regime-affiliated radio said Syrian air defenses were activated. A Western intelligence source said that the target of the strike was an underground weapons warehouse next to the airport where missiles brought on Iranian military aircraft were stored. Following sharp criticism from the United States of the Knesset cancellation of parts of the disengagement law, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu issued a clarification that Israel has no intention of establishing new settlements in northern Samaria. A statement from the prime minister's office also said that the Knesset decision to repeal parts of the disengagement law put an end to a discriminatory and humiliating law that prevented Jews from living in parts of northern Samaria part of our historic homeland. The Knesset last night passed second and third readings of a bill to rescind the parts of the disengagement law that had barred an Israeli presence at the sites of former settlements dismantled in the framework of the 2005 Gaza pullout. In the wake of the Knesset vote, the U.S. State Department, in a rare move, summoned Israel's ambassador to Washington, Mike Herzog, to meet with the Deputy Secretary of State, Wendy Sherman. Earlier, the Deputy State Department spokesman said in a briefing that at a time of heightened tensions, the legislative changes are particularly provocative and counterproductive to efforts to restore some measure of calm heading into Ramadan, Passover, and the Eastern holidays. Jordan's parliament is demanding that the Jordanian government expel the Israeli ambassador to Amman in the wake of Cabinet Minister Bezalel Smotrich's controversial remarks about Palestinians made in Paris this week, while standing alongside a map showing greater Israel on both sides of the Jordan. The chair of the Jordanian parliament said that the legislators demand concrete steps in the wake of Smotrich's speech. Protests are taking place in Jerusalem, Tel Aviv, Kfarsaba, and elsewhere around the country today as the coalition continues its legislative blitz in the judiciary overhaul. The Knesset House Committee has approved adding three more days of deliberations to the Knesset plenum winter session in order to allow the coalition to pass laws it wants finalized before the Passover recess. Topping the list, the law changing the makeup of the Judicial Selection Committee. Meanwhile, more than 360 combat reservists in the Navy Commando Unit, past and present, have informed Defense Minister Yoav Gallant, a former commander of the unit, that they will no longer volunteer for reserve service. In a letter to Gallant, they wrote, With a heavy heart, we inform you that our conscience will not let us continue to volunteer for reserve service or encourage such service in a state that has changed its face and is no longer a democracy. The signatories urged Gallant to show leadership and stop what they called the coup.
In other news, Israeli security forces operating in Judea and Samaria overnight arrested 26 wanted Palestinians. In Nablus, undercover forces arrested a wanted terrorist ahead of his thwarting a terror attack. Also in Nablus, Israeli security forces mapped out the home of the terrorist responsible for the Hawara shooting attack in which brothers Halil and Yagel Yaniv were murdered in preparation for possible demolition of the home. The Sassoon Codex, considered to be the earliest, most complete Hebrew Bible, is to go on display this week at the Anu Museum of the Jewish People in Tel Aviv. The rare 400-page tome was created circa 900. It will be on view at the museum until March the 29th. The Codex is being presented ahead of its being sold by Sotheby's in New York for an estimated 30 to $50 million. The weather outlook, slightly warmer with temperatures continuing to rise tomorrow. A chance of light local rain in the north in the afternoon hours. The maximum temperatures in the main centers. Jerusalem 17, Tel Aviv 19, Haifa 16, Beersheba 21, and Inelat going up to 26 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page.